Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A Brisbane is a vaccine for the prevention of lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, in adults 60 years of age and older. A Brisbane is not for everyone and may not protect all who receive the vaccine. Don't get a Brisbane if you've had a severe allergic reaction to its ingredients. People with a weakened immune system may have a decreased response to a Brisbane. The most common side effects are tiredness, headache, pain at the injection site, and muscle pain. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, a Brisbane. Respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisbo.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. As the football season rolls on, there's never a dull moment or a shortage of thrills in this league. The thrills are nothing new at Bay Ridge Mazda. Tired of that clunker you've been driving? Just bring it into Bay Ridge Mazda for up to $2,000 over book value all month long. The time is now to make a trade. Head over to the place where everybody wins. Bay Ridge Mazda. Located on 4th Avenue and 90th Street. Or buy your car direct at BayRidgeMazda.com and have it delivered to your door. That's Bay Ridge Mazda, 4th Avenue and 90th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Attention patients of urologist Darius Paduk. If you were suspicious of Dr. Paduk, you were right. Call the DPHO law firm at 212-233-3600 to learn more. That's 212-233-3600 or visit atdlaw.com. Attorney advertising. Football Monday on the Fan is presented by Empire City Casino. Come join the $450,000 Tournament of Champions only at Empire City Casino. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio. You know, I wanted to bring Yousef in this morning because Yousef is known as what? The happiest man in America. That's exactly right. right. And uh, get that microphone up. By yeah, the face here. yeah. yeah. You've been here long and enough I know to Yousef, know that. Yousef loves football like we love football, right? Yeah, Yousef, that, that's for sure. So I go out. I have to go to the bathroom. Yousef is doing his job out in the hallway out there. Yep. And Yousef and I exchange pleasantries. Of course. Yousef, what did you say to me this morning? I just. Say it to you, you know, you look beautiful yesterday. The suit was lovely. You look sharp and handsome. Thank you <laughs> very much, Yusef. <laughs> he said his brother liked it as well. I no, swear to God, his, my brother and his girlfriend. Oh, oh girlfriend. Oh, liked oh, yeah. it. Oh, oh, yeah. so thank you very much. You know, Mr. Boomer, you got a lot of, lot of, lot of mujeres, you know. Lot of, <laughs> <laughs> mujeres is Spanish. Oh, okay. Women. Oh, oh mujeres. Oh. A lot of mujeres <laughs> out there. Wow. Well, okay. Listen, I appreciate that. Now, anytime. Anytime. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. 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 Who's yeah, that? Is that your phone? You. No, no. You, you can. 
It's fine. You sure? Yeah, I'm fault. sure. I'm just, I'm, I feel like that, you know, someone's, hey, get off the air. Yeah. You know, get back to work. I don't want <laughs> no, someone no, to do it now. I want to get you in trouble. You know no, what I'm saying? No, no, I'm good. I'm oh, good. All right. All right. Very good, Yousef. So that's nice. It's nice you gave Boomer a nice Thank compliment. You. Yeah, when you get hey. smaller, then you'll give it to Mr. Boomer. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You should give Yousef some of these suits that you wear on the NFL today. That'd be nice of you to just say, you know, you wear them once and where do they go, right? Do they get sent down to. No, I wear them, I wear them a number of times. And some of them, you know, the last couple of years. I think you should probably wear that again Thursday at Tellers with our event with uh, Bill so? Cower. Yeah, that's what I think we should. That's what should happen. That's what we should do. Uh, yes, Eddie, you're trying to get in my ear several times, and it's now distracting. So Sorry about that. Yes. Well, he could wear it at the uh, booming celebration. That's right. You could wear it there as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will. That would be absolutely that's a 1920s theme with a little pair of spats. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is a twenty. Oh, it's a roaring twenties theme. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Maybe I'm just getting warmed up for it. Wow, I love that. You got to give me the date on that, by the way. I don't think right. I have. I or will. Do I have the date on that? I have no idea. Uh, let's go to Chris and Howell. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Gio. I I think you might agree with me that the whole like Taylor Swift thing kind of is turning people to root against the Chiefs, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And also the quarter. It started with the quarterback documentary before the season started, where Patrick Mahomes kind of didn't come off as great, and all of a sudden Kirk Cousins was America's darling. So it started there, then the Taylor Swift thing, and it's just the natural progression when a team wins too much, the rest of the country doesn't want to see it anymore. And then, like, his brother, too, and, and then him complaining about the calls. Uh, yeah. It all, it all adds up, yeah. I mean, well, they, they definitely are the villain right now. Yeah, they? I mean, but you are seeing them more than you are other teams because they are so good. Well, yeah, of course. It was kind of like Brady and Belichick. I mean, it's the same thing with, with all, exactly, with the Patriots, uh, with the Miami Heat, with LeBron, with the Golden State Warriors, especially after they got Kevin Durant. I mean, this happens all the time. Uh, and there are contributing factors, and, and this particular year, there was a lot of contributing factors. The way Mahomes, exa- I've forgotten about that one, or the way he conducted himself against the Bills' regular season game at the end of it with Josh Allen, the quarterback documentary, the fact that Brittany Mahomes and Jackson Mahomes are people that the world seems to dislike, and then too much Taylor Swift in your face, and this is what happens. And the Kelsey brothers are also getting, it's an oversaturation. It's a little bit of an oversaturation. So that's what you got. Yeah. That's what you got. So that's why, you know, I think most of America is going to be rooting for the Ravens in that game. I think, I think, well, but maybe I shouldn't say that because the Swifties are going to want to see this Chiefs win. But most of your average NFL, male NFL fan from 25 to 55 will be rooting for the Ravens. You know, we, we forget about this, but the Ravens, not only did they destroy the 49ers, they also destroyed the Lions. They only gave up six points to the Lions. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. They've been kicking everybody's ass all year long, and they are healthy. They're getting their guys back. I haven't heard of one injury that came out of the, that, uh, that game the other night. Now, Joe Tooney, the very good and all-pro guard for the Kansas City Chiefs, Looks like he may be gone. He may have tore a pectoral muscle in a game oh, in the game against Buffalo. I, that here. always sounds like the most painful thing. Did JJ Watt ever talk? I know he did that. Yes, did he ever tell you yes, about that? Yeah, that sounds like the most painful thing. This, and you could feel that he says you could feel as soon as it happens. Yeah, God. I mean, I can't even imagine. And then that's one of those things where, like, you know, you, you take it for granted. I'm sure every time you move your upper body, you probably just. It's just, ah, it's, that sounds like a bad one. I mean, any torn muscle, groin. I remember when Mike Piazza tore his groin off the bone back in the day. That right. sounded horrible. But a didn't, pectoral. You, didn't you do something uh, physical this weekend? I did. I right. did. And how are you feeling? 
I'm a little bit sore, little but, bit I, sore. but I made it through okay. I did uh, plenty of stretching. So I played... Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what it was. <laughs> Eddie is very funny, but it's not what it was. Yeah, this this thing actually... Uh, you had to, you had a paddle, didn't you? Yeah, it was... Uh, okay. <laughs> I did have a paddle. <laughs> it was, it was uh, paddle tennis. So I didn't realize that this was played outside. Yeah. So it's it's Friday afternoon. And, in a cage, nonetheless. Yeah, in a, in a cage. So a couple friends of mine said, hey, you want to go play this paddle tennis? We have a lot of fun. Gives us something to do in the wintertime on Long Island, which is like there's no healthy habits on the wintertime. Long Island, just drink and eat and sit around and watch football. So I said, yeah, no, I'm in. That'd be great. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting dressed and I just got some shorts on and a T-shirt, just like a jacket and whatever sweatpants I'd take off. And then a guy calls me and says, yeah, just dress like, you know, you're going skiing. I said, what? So I'm like, oh, it's outside. So it's snowing on Friday. It's wow, windy. It's even better. It's perfect. And I go out there. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. And uh, it was great. It was it was a ton of fun. And the the court is heated, and you could you know blasting music, couple of drinks. You're out there. You start moving around. You didn't even know that it's 25. Look degrees. at you, man. You didn't even know it's 25 degrees. Letting loose and showed up on Monday all tight. Yeah, all tight. You're all tight. Yeah, I mean, I was using muscles I haven't used in a very long time. But uh, you didn't but, pull like a hamzilla, did you? I did not. No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah. I told you I stretched a lot before I went. I wanted to make sure that I was okay, gotta especially in the cold. Got to be careful with the Achilles. Yeah, I, well, I know. That's well, that's my biggest fear. That's why I was stretching the calf like crazy. My biggest fear is popping that Achilles. And I know I, I don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to speak it into existence. All right, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's going to be one of those things. I'm going to talk about it so much. All of a sudden, there it goes. I'm gonna, and it'll be right like at the beginning of golf season. I don't want to kill myself. Anthony in Northport. What's going on, Anthony? How you doing, guys? What's up? Any of you guys tired of uh, the Kelsey's being a bunch of attention horse? Uh, yeah, it's getting to that point, especially with I Jason mean, yesterday. I mean, Kelsey's not even in the game, and he's sitting on TV with his stupid shirt off. I mean, enough already. Yeah, and he was out with the tailgate. They showed him a million times. He's jumping into the crowd. Uh-huh. Uh, and then and Travis is doing a million commercials. I forget. He's got the Pfizer commercial. He's got that other one. It's some TV. I don't know if it's direct TV or something Remember, else. He's Mr. Pfizer. Yeah, he's doing that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, they're, uh, they are they yeah. are cashing in right now. They got the podcast that goes everywhere. They're cashing in. I mean, I can't. Listen, Anthony, I can't blame them for capitalizing on their opportunity. That's what everybody should be doing in this country. But, I yes. Was, I, I, I was thinking about uh, this. I mean, Travis Kelsey was in Buenos Aires. Argentina this year, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think yeah, about that. Yeah, he was flying all over the place. Yeah, and I'm sure he's been back here to New York quite a bit on the private jet. I'm sure the private jet is just you know just using up tons and tons of gas. You know, hurting the environment and everything, all that kind of crap. All, all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, but no, he is. That's the- a mixed message, doesn't it? What do you mean? What sends a mixed message? Just, you know, flying all over the place. Like, you know, you got to be locked in. Oh, you talk about him in the football sense, like, like well, he, and her in the global green sense. Oh, all right. I mean, all of it. Okay, but I'm happy for him. <laughs> Let's go to Doug, who's down in Texas. What's going on, Doug? Hey, what's up, guys? I was watching the game last night, and as the Bills kickers was setting up. I was watching with my son, who's 14, and I just kind of yelled at him, just spoke under my breath, and I said, oh, please don't be wide right, man. And the moment he kicked it, 
my son goes, what's wide right? Wide right, son. And I forgot who was announcing the game. Sure enough, they said it wide right. And my son goes, what the heck? why is everybody saying wide right? Yeah. And I said, I had it. So I had introduced them to Norwood <clears throat> and the big, you know, the disappointment that they had with Norwood. And, and when you watch that kicker sit down and put his head down, you could just feel that all 30 or 40 years of that history just fall right on, right on top of his shoulders. And I hope he doesn't carry that because I know. Norwood took it really bad. Well, the one thing is, like, he's joining a very exclusive club. He could share and commiserate with Scott, and it's unfortunate. My buddy Frank Reich was the holder for that wide right for Scott Norwood. God. You know, and this Tyler Bass field goal, too, I mean, it took a sharp turn. Well, the wind was blowing like crazy. Now, he had the wind behind him, but that thing was going left. I mean, he had to try to hook it to the left upright, which I th- it's I felt like he did. Yeah, I know, but it was going right down the middle, dude. Whoa, just maybe, like me. Maybe drive it a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know kicking, but I mean, yeah, Jim Nance was the one obviously calling the game, and he brought it up right away. You know, two of the most dreaded words in Buffalo sports history. He knew what was going on. Obviously, I do feel bad for that fan base. I mean, I see it's it's stuff like that like there i guarantee there are a ton of bills fans today that just can't watch the highlights they can't listen to the sports talk up there they can't deal with it and they're probably saying to themselves like why like why do i do this why do because this is the way i feel when you get these devastating losses like yep. why do i put myself through I, this? I know one thing i if they had won that game it would have been great for them but i don't think that they are a great matchup for baltimore i do think because kansas city's defense is healthier and better that Kansas City's defense maybe should well they they should be able to contain Lamar to an extent. Yeah, I mean he's almost uncontainable, but I think there's there's more options with Steve Spagnuolo as the defense coordinator with their group of guys to slow down Lamar as opposed to the injury riddled defense that the Buffalo Bills have. Yeah, and you see the grown men crying in the stands and how much it means to them. What was that? Maggie Gray. Oh, Maggie Gray. Okay. She was, yeah, I didn't she, was, she was really struggling this morning. Yeah, she was. I mean, but it's, and you think to yourself, like, all right, I have no, I've got zero control of this. I put all my emotions into it, and you get kicked in the face year in and year out. But then again, you don't want to emotionally, you know, cash in your chips because then as soon as you do that, then, you know, they'll go win a Super Bowl, and you feel like I never got a chance to really enjoy it. It's tough. It's tough being a sports fan. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the sillier things we do. You know, the amazing thing will be if and when Josh Allen gets to the Super Bowl and hopefully gets a chance to win one, and he does, how satisfying that will be. Yeah. Just like all the other Buffalo Bill quarterbacks that have come through and didn't get it done. All the Browns quarterbacks that have come through. It's not his fault the Lions quarterbacks. Did everything he and the Vikings quarterbacks couldn't hey, get it done. All did. these teams have never won a Super Bowl. How he satisfying it'll that be. That guy does everything he possibly can to lead that team to a victory. Of course he, he did. He can't freaking catch the ball. I mean, he'll run with it. He'll lower his shoulder. He'll do everything he possibly can. And then throw it and hit the guys in the hands. And then they'll drop it. Yeah, it's just that some franchises, there have been ones we've seen break the curses. Obviously, the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago Cubs, you saw the Denver Nuggets win a championship, and they never have. You know, I've seen this happen, but, man, there's some franchises just feel like it just can't, it's just impossible. It's just not going to well, happen for you. only one on this list is that franchise, and that's the Lions. That is correct. They're going to have a tall task in front of them on Sunday. Seth is out in Scottsdale. What's going on, Seth? Hey guys, good morning. Two two in-game points, but before I get to that, um, quick question, guys. 
like all of us football fans, I always talk to my buddies when we're watching the game about premature celebrations, you know, before the plays finished and we make sure there's no penalties. I think, and I don't know if it annoys you guys, but when Kansas City plays with their yellow gloves and their yellow shoes, and when sometimes the broadcast networks have yellow graphics that aren't just the penalty flag, I think that the yellow, they should not be allowed to wear yellow because you never know if there's a flag or if it's a shoe. Yeah, I mean, I... It is confusing at times because, and it's not really, I don't think it's the Chiefs' fault. It's it's the refs' fault because we are so conditioned when you watch these football games right. and to wait for a flag that our brain just automatically goes to that. Um, but, yes, yeah. I, I have fallen victim to that many times, Seth. Yeah, I feel like the league should change the uniform policy. Two quick in-game points, uh, and I didn't get to watch both games in detail yesterday because I, uh, I was working, but I saw some of the crucial plays. The touchback with Kansas City. Mm-hmm. My buddy and I were talking about it. I feel like that that penalty is too severe. I think that if they, you know, if the ball goes out of the back of the end zone, the offense should be penalized, get the ball at their own 20, or maybe even a little farther back, depending on where the play started from, and maintain possession of the ball. It's such a crucial play. You know, it's amazing. Let's say Isaiah, I mean, uh, McCall Hardman's running with the ball, and he has the ball on the 10-yard line. And the ball goes out of bounds on the one-inch line. Mm-hmm. They get the ball on the one-inch line. That's right. It, it, I've been screaming about this, Seth, for the last 20 years. <laughs> I hate this rule. Yep. It is, it's just too it, – it penalizes the offense too much, and it lets the defense off the hook. And it sounds like the, this offseason, the competition committee is going to take a serious look at it, so this might be the last time that we're even talking about it. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any I sense. I mean, if you want to say, okay, it's a touchback, put the ball on the – on the 20 of the defense, you can do that or put it on the five-yard line of the defense. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that it's, it's, it's too much of a penalty. It's too severe. Let's go to Kevin, who's in New Jersey. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, Boomer and Boy, Gio, what's going on? What's on, Kevin? What's happening? Hey, Boomer, I, was, I live in Hillsborough, New Jersey, and I was in Princeton, and somebody was wearing a really cool shirt over at a, place, a pizzeria, and he's on your board. His name is Jimmy. He said that he travels all over the place where you, plays golf with you, board with um, your son's disease. Gunner. Yes, yes, he I know who you're talking. Place. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. He, he was the nicest guy I ever met, the most interesting person. He lives in Connecticut. Well, he lives out here, but he plays golf in Connecticut. Yep. Different. What a, an amazing man, and what a great story he has. I just wanted to tell you that how proud I was to talk to him. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate that. That's that. my man, Jimmy Rosetta, is who he's talking about. And Jimmy's a great guy. He's been a loyal board member and, and uh, supporter of our foundation probably now for about 25 or 26 years. Awesome. That is great. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I've met Jimmy. You have met Jimmy and Roseanne. Beautiful couple and uh, uh, loyal supporters and uh, big... Uh, Big supporters, obviously, of Gunner and everything. One of the all-time greats, bro. One Jimmy of the all-time, all-time greats. greats the legend, right. Jimmy Rosetta, 877. Yes. <laughs> All right, it's and Gio on the fan at CBS Sports Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Hey, Jerry, what's going on, man? Well, good morning to you. We're brought to you by Jack Pocket Horn Official State Lottery Games on your phone. What are you laughing Jack about? Pocket, what's that? What are you laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, we'll get to it about something. We'll get to it in a minute. All right. Uh, I got a very important football stuff, though, first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll get to something that's important, but not. It's different. You'll see. All right. The, so Chiefs, the Chiefs won, right? How about this? I saw their offensive tackle. Donovan Smith said that the uh, Bills turned all the hot water off after the game on them. And that sucks, doesn't it? Oh, in, in that, Buffalo? In that situation, what? yes. That's what he said. Yes. Come on. They went to take a shower and the water was cold. <laughs> I mean, that's some petty stuff there, man. You can't do that. Is did you ever have to deal with that? You're yes, in Cleveland. Oh, my God. In the old Mistake by the Lake Stadium. That they would do that. Stadium. Yeah, we go in there and you, you know, it's freezing. And you go in there to go take a shower and there's no hot water. <laughs> oh, God. God. It's a lot of shrinkage at that point. No, <laughs> yeah, there like is a lot of smelly guys on the airplane on the way home, is what it is. <laughs> that too. And didn't, aren't the Celtics, isn't the legend that they used to turn the air conditioning off? In the opposing locker rooms for Again, teams see, in like all, all back May in and the day, June. Red Hour back. We'll yes, that. yeah, sure. Uh, so the Chiefs do beat the Bills, which is why they might have turned the hot water off on them. I mean, they turn the heat off here in the weekend, so when we come in, <laughs> <laughs> it's freezing just to test us. I mean, I you come in my office on a on a Monday morning at five a.m. It's a legit fifty five degrees in there. <laughs> Because the heat's been awful. You know, weekend. it's amazing. <laughs> You'll play golf in fifty five degrees, but you. But it, feels, but it feels very cold inside. I'm not, listen, I will play, and I'm outside, and I'm moving, and I love it. An office inside should not be 55 no. degrees. I'm sorry. It's a little strange. Just be sitting there with my space heater and a jacket. <laughs> I'm logging I, into my uh, Odyssey. I have a friend of mine keeps the heat in the house at 61. Oh, my God. And tells the kids, put on some sweatshirts to keep the bill way down. No, I'd listen, I know all about it. I mean, when I'm not home, the, the heat is pumping like crazy. You could cook a rotisserie chicken in my living room when I'm not there. You have live palm trees in your living room. (laughs) Like a lemur. It's just on the chandelier. But I I get home, I like knock it back down. You guys nuts. I gotta get that controlled for my phone now. I gotta do that because it's just, that's killing me. Oh, where you do the setting right from here. Yeah. And there's lock-in so nobody can mess with it. back and forth. 
78, 68, 78, 68. It's incredible. Oh, man. Uh, so here is, this didn't end the game, but pretty close. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. He did wide right those two words that no Bills fan wants to hear. 27-24 would be the final as Isaiah Pacheco would be able to run out the clock, essentially, by getting a huge first down right after that. And the Chiefs advanced to the AFC Championship game for a sixth consecutive season. Three and two in those games, by the way, the losses to the Bengals and the Patriots. Here was Patrick Mahomes. They only had the ball for 21 minutes, but that's all they needed. He would throw for 215, a couple of touchdowns, both going to Travis Kelsey. He says, what a win. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I love Arrowhead, but uh, it's always fun when you get to come together as a team and really just be like y'all versus versus everybody and and get the win. So uh, it's always great to be in great environments and uh, find a way to get a win. Great for the Chiefs, not so great for the Bills, who lose yet again to the Chiefs. And now their season's over. This is one Josh Allen. Sucks. Losing sucks. Losing them, losing anybody at home sucks. And as we know, these seasons go on and on and on now. 17 weeks in the regular season. The uh, preseason's three more weeks. The play grows an opportunity. You realize how, how hard it is to make it back here. You know, what we, what we had to win, what, seven straight, six straight, whatever the hell it was, to get to, back to this point. <sighs> Not to mention the roster changes every season. So um, it's always tough. Tough for them, good for the Chiefs. They'll play the Ravens next Sunday at 3 p.m. We'll have it uh, with Westwood One. Well, with the good Westwood news Ronald is, is and that uh, the Chiefs and Bills will play less than a year from now back in Buffalo because that is on the Bills' schedule. How about that? <laughs> the rematch, if you will. But it won't count unless it's in the playoffs anyway, right? If you're a fan... I mean, it'd be nice to beat them, but until well, you beat Patrick, them in the playoffs. Patrick is 3-0 and versus Josh in the playoffs, and Patrick now has a 4-3 lead in uh, the seven games that they played against each other. In the advantage. Uh, Lions moving on to the NFC title game for the first time in 32 years as they beat the Bucks 31-23. Dan Campbell, look at us. Here we are sitting, uh, you know, one of the last four teams. That was, um, you know, that was that's the type of game that, that I envisioned uh, against Tampa. I mean, that's that's an outstanding team. It's a hot team. Um, you know, we knew it was going to come down to the end. Yeah, well, not good enough. Not for the uh, division champion Lions, who got the two home playoff games in a raucous Ford Field. Jared Goff, two eighty-seven, couple of touchdowns, and he really enjoyed these last two. I did. I enjoyed it, and um, okay, knew it would be our last one in front of our home fans this year, and um, took it all in. And uh, those guys are. Uh, you know, mean a lot to us as a team, and, and we're, we're really impressed with it today. But did he enjoy it? <laughs> he, he did. Question. He enjoyed it. Like you said, he enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Here was Todd Bowles. Uh, his team played hard, but in the end, the loss is a loss is a loss. And we fought. Obviously, anything short of the Super Bowl is a disappointment. It's not what we, we didn't come in to make noise. We came in to get to the Super Bowl. So from that standpoint, it's a disappointment. This was what, his second year, right? Because Brady was with, yep. uh, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. In two years for him. Uh, here's Baker Mayfield. Sounds... You know, a lot like Josh Allen in terms of losing. It sucks. I feel like my heart just got ripped out. But it's football is a complex game, but it's also simple. It comes down to taking care of the ball. And he did turn it over a couple of times, including the interception at the end that pretty much sealed it for the Lions, who do advance to play the Niners 6.30 on Sunday. Another game we will have for you here on The Fan. Um, this one's a, This is off the beaten path a little bit, and it's not – it's just – 
another example of how society is such filth. <laughs> Did you see the story, the Katie Mock story? With her, oh yes, luggage. it was in. Uh, Al put it on the show sheet. Yeah, with her, uh, they took her underwear or something out of her. What are we doing? I mean, that's obviously a something. panties lover. Yeah, I mean, it's a, just a pervert <laughs> who works for. Homer's <laughs> reaction to that: <laughs> white cotton panties. <laughs> yeah, all right, but I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I know. Come Jerry. on. I mean, listen. I, I, you can't defend it. There's just there's perverts everywhere. This guy works for TSA. He's probably taking all sorts of people's underwears. That's sitting right now somewhere in a hole, sniffing it. <laughs> I mean, there's like a million of these people. What do you think a pair of used panties uh, goes I for, mean, Jerry? Listen, the, I don't. The, know. The, the, the feet people, the, the panties people. people the, I mean, they He pulled her panties down. You know, I mean, this guy probably got a job. With the TSA, just so we could steal women's underwear and sniff them. What color panties are you wearing? <laughs> we agree he's a pervert, right? Yeah. yeah she yeah. also sells her panties online. <laughs> what do you think a pair of used panties oh, goes right. for, Jerry? I actually uttered these words this morning. Panties. He said the sexy part of the story. Oh, no. No! <laughs> Which was what? <laughs> no, he said there was a sexy part of the story and an unsexy part. The sexy part was just you know, a woman talking about her underpants. <laughs> yeah, but now it's stolen by a pervert, man. <laughs> I said the unsexy part was she then followed up her story, her like Instagram story, with a she was walking that she bought new panties, but she got them from Walmart, which is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like if she had a Victoria's Secret bag. <laughs> oh my God! I think I have an idea of who, who is the this type now? of person Jerry? that would be doing this. A pair of soiled underwear. Oh, oh my God! Uh, Katie Mox. She works for CBS. Oh, she's oh, she on. Uh, yes, she's on the other the other pregame show. H. Oh, yes. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. She worked. There. Okay. <laughs> wow. So she had her. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank God our season's over. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have tops this weekend, so I, you know. I was like, what? <laughs> Your reaction there twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's moist. Oh, All right. Come on. Already. God. Oh, You think... I think next Sunday, Adam Stein walks in and goes, Here, you can have back now. <laughs> hey, I got what I needed out of him. Sorry if I caused any inconvenience. Ping pong! Ping pong! <laughs> <laughs> well, there's moment of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. We love, we love Adam. Disclaimer: He yes. is not a pervert. No, we he don't just do. works with her on tops. So and we love you, Adam. Please don't get upset. Wow, <laughs> not going to get upset by that. He may because I said but only perverts do that, and then I, did, you know, he, he may. But oh he's my a, god, I'll call it sexy. <laughs> it's, it is true. He was. Al came off way creepier than anybody in that whole thing. <laughs> the way you say panties to panties. Panties. 
like a panties really lover. Gives you the creep. No yeah. panties, Jerry. Oh, panties. Ugh. And then he pulled her panties down. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. You're watching too many of those documentaries, man. When I was living in Florida, Bubba the Love Sponge was the big morning radio guy. He used to do No Panties Thursday. Women weren't supposed to wear panties to work. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's tell the new program director we're bringing that back. <laughs> just to test him. Just, just to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Clippers beat the Nets 125-114. Doesn't sound like a bad loss, except for the fact that the uh, Nets led 99-84 after three. Westbrook whips it cross court to Leonard. Pulls up three on the way. It is good. A timeout, a 22 to nothing run. Yeah, Chris Carino with the call on Nets Radio. After they beat the Lakers, they come back and blow it in the fourth wow. quarter and lose to the Clippers 125-114. You know, yeah. The interesting thing, uh, did you see the Knicks and the Raptors at all? Yes, of that? course. Yeah, and they, they did the video for those they guys. Did, they did a good job. And Jalen Brunson, another great game. Yeah, and now everybody's complaining. Not everybody, but I've seen some complaining about the amount of minutes that OG Ananobi's playing. He's playing too many minutes. Oh, boy. Well, this is that's been a knock against Thibodeau his entire career. Yes. That he grinds these guys in the dust. That's the big thing, and he plays too many regular season minutes at the time you get to the playoffs, and they fade out. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to get into the postseason, get a good seed, hopefully, you know, to stay out of the play in tournament. This guy's here; he's healthy; he's young. Play him. Hey, this should be a four. Forget the play in tournament. Yeah, I know they should, but it's it's jammed up there, man. No, I know, you know? it is, but they're good enough to be in that top half of the draw. Hundred so. percent. Do, do, do you see where they? Uh, the Raptors acquired Bruce Brown from the Pacers. And now everybody's talking about how the Knicks would want Bruce Brown. Former net Bruce Brown. Right. What do you think about that, Jerry? Women's panties. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. College basketball yesterday. Rutgers lost at number 14, <laughs> Illinois, 86-63. You've got Hofstra and Stony Brook coming up tonight. Uh, Rangers-Ducks. New York wins 5-2 to two, despite trailing 2-0 after one. They scored four in the third. Peter LaViolette. How about your team on this day? Resilient. I mean, we worked tonight. That was, it was, uh, it was, the win was hard. It might have been, but they do get the two points. They improved to 29-15 into our Timmy Panarin with the go-ahead power play goal. Chris Kreider, a goal and a couple of assists. And uh, first game for Patrick Waugh as Islanders head coach goes to overtime as they beat the Stars. Matt Barzell, a nice defensive play to take it from him. But now Barzell starts ahead, banked it on for Bo Horvath with a path to the net. 3-2 the final score. That call courtesy of MSG and by the way, with Dallas Brendan Burke. is one of the better teams in the league. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And they win, and they get the two points. Uh, here was Patrick Waugh. See if you're buying this first win as Islanders head coach. I was very nervous. I won't lie. Um, you know, I, I you always you always want to win that first game, and and uh, I'm very thankful to our players. I mean, for for the effort that they put out there. Very nervous. I mean, I'm sure there were some butterflies, but he gets the win and they get the two points. You got the Devils and the Golden Knights coming up later tonight. And in golf, we've talked about it all morning. Nick Dunlop, the 20 year old amateur, wins the American Express in La Quinta. Uh, first tour amateur winner since Phil Mickelson in Tucson back in 1991. A shot of 70 on Sunday for the one shot win. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So we have not talked about coaches a lot today outside of your prediction that Ben Johnson is going to be the, uh, that is the Lions OC, the head coach of the commanders once the Lions are done with their run. But Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh are still out there. You saw Jim Harbaugh at the Ravens-Texans game on Saturday. He has to. He has has to get one of these jobs. I'd be shocked if he went back to college. Uh, but apparently, the Atlanta Falcons job is wide open still, and it's not Bill Belichick's. Uh, this has been a lot quieter the last few days than I expected it to be. Well, all right, so Antonio Pierce got the Raiders yeah, job. Yeah. I believe John, Ben Johnson's going to get the Washington job. I still believe that Bill Belichick's getting the Atlanta job. I do. I think there are certain things that have to get worked through with the owner in terms of the contract and control and understanding and how much money are you going to give me for, you know, um, assistant coaches to pay for? What about the front office? What about uh, scouts? What about Rich McKay, the CEO? That could be an issue as well. I mean, you want to make sure that you're putting people in place with other people that they respect and they like to work with. And then whoever you're hiring that you're giving them the opportunity to do it the way that they want to do it. Right. And, and I do think that Arthur Blank at the age of 81, you know, looks at Bill Belichick and there is an immense amount of respect there for what he was able to accomplish as a coach. They know that they have a pretty good roster down there. I would think that if you were Bill Belichick, that you would be accepting of the football people down there. Uh, the CEO, like I said, kind of is in between all the football people and the owner. And you don't want a backstabbing shib guy no shib. in that spot if you're the head coach. Oh, of course. I mean, and I, I don't know enough about Rich McKay to say if he's a shib guy or he's not. Very, but... He's very much involved in the NFL, very much involved in rules, very much involved with you know everything that's going on in the league for Arthur Blank. So that's an important that's an important role for a team. I don't you know could, can they co survive as long as one doesn't bleed into the other. Because it's the business side. You know, he helped get that stadium built, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And he was a big, uh, you know, part of that. So I would think that Arthur Blank respects him for that. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's it's unique, like, personalities. And Rich McKay has been on the competition committee for years. And when coaches have ideas and they walk into that competition committee and say, we should do this, we should do that. And, you know, they completely get shut down. It's because he wields that much power on that committee. Yeah. I mean, and that uh, Bill Belichick. That's an an interesting dynamic. I think, I kind of think that 
it might have been done already if they, if there weren't some questions about the 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 inner working dynamics of the entire organization with how the coach is going to be doing his job. So if I told you there was a guy out there who turned the defense around from one of the worst in the league to a top 10 defense, he was a head coach in his past, had uh, three seasons as a head coach, two out of the three were winning seasons, yeah. including a 10-6 and six season, and he worked under the greatest head coach of all time. Do you think that guy should be getting interviews? Uh, would, would that be Brian Flores or would that be Jim Schwartz? That's Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores hasn't gotten a single interview and he's got this lawsuit against the NFL. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm not Did naive they, to think that he might be getting blackballed because of what happened. Getting, I mean, he's got a job in the NFL. He just may never get another head job head just because job. The, uh, other 31 owners don't want to deal with that nonsense until maybe that's all figured out. Yeah, but you know, I, I mean, right. he, he basically is dying on a sword for something that he firmly believes in. And I would like to think that there are a lot of people that do support to, support him and his lawsuit, but you will never hear about it because other guys would just be worried about getting their own jobs. But in terms of like defense coordinators, Raheem Morris will get, is, is been getting interviews. Uh, the, the Rams defensive coordinator, he would be a second-time head coach. Mm-hmm. Leslie Frazier has had interviews. He would be a second-time head coach. Um, you know, I, I think that there are a lot of teams that are trying to see whether or not, like the next Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Kevin O'Connell, Zach Taylor, Matt LaFleur group is out there. Yeah, Is there one of those guys? Is that Mike McDonald, the defense coordinator of the Ravens? Is that Ben Johnson? You know, is that Bobby Slowick from Houston? I think I think Slowick is going to Tennessee. That's that's my guess. Okay, and I think that Johnson's going to Washington. I think Belichick's going to Atlanta, and I think Harbaugh is going to L.A. And all this should happen within the week or so, right? You would think so because what you want is you want to have your pick of coaches that are on the streets right now, and you want to make sure that the owners are going to give you enough money to go out and sign the coaches that you want to get signed and there is a undercurrent of competition that is currently taking place in the nfl as we speak it's one of the reasons i think why brian dable is is acting as quickly as he's acting on the offensive side of the ball with a new running backs coach a new offensive line coach but he's got to get a dc in here he's got to get a defensive coordinator in here and they're going through that interview process but they i think they'd like to make that decision quicker so they can have their their choice of the you know, the assistant coaches to come along with him. I'm sure some of the assistant coaches, too, are waiting to see who gets a job. And I'll just hang on for a little bit, and maybe this coach will bring me to this place, and that's a better fit. And if they don't, then I'll go back to the Giants or something like that. Um, but So you think if Brian Flores dropped his lawsuit against the NFL, that he'd be getting interviews? Uh, you know... Or are they just mad at him for doing the lawsuit to begin with? No, I don't think they're mad at him. I just think they just want to stay away from it. They don't want to be asked. I, I would think. I'm just trying to think of if, if I'm sitting in that situation. And by the way, I don't care what his background is. I don't care. All I know is he's a good football coach. Yeah. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also now know that he has a lawsuit pending against the NFL and I believe the Miami Dolphins. So why, as an owner of one of the other 31 teams, would I want to hire a guy who's currently under those set of circumstances? Well, how is it going to affect you negatively? Do you think just in the press and stuff like that? But I also know that if something goes wrong internally, he may turn on me and end up suing me. Yeah. I don't know that. You know, I mean, like, so I, I would think he's got to get through that. 
And don't be surprised if you see John Gruden coming back as the Saints offensive coordinator. Yeah, I saw that. To and work by the with. way, you cannot, <clears throat> they can't keep him out of the league anymore. Yeah, I mean, at this point, especially with Dan Snyder now out of the picture, right? I mean, that was a big part of all that stuff and that craziness that was going on down in Washington. And John Gruden's lawsuit's still going on, too, by the way. Yeah, and Brian Flores is a coordinator, as you mentioned. And selfishly for me, I'm like, great, keep him around. I mean, he's a great defensive coordinator, and he really, really helped uh, my team's defense. But if if circumstances were different, he'd be getting coaching interviews. Yeah, I, I think everybody wants that next 30-year-old, 35-year-old guy. Offensive guy, preferably. Well, I mean, you can't you can't tell me Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, isn't somebody that that would pique your interest. No, I'm sure, but I'm saying that most guys look like when you're talking about the next guy, you just mentioned, you know, the next Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, all of that thing. That that's what these guys are looking for if that guy is out there. Now, if they're really scraping I mean, Kevin O'Connell's another one from that same thing. You know, they 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 went. The Vikings went from Jim Harbaugh being in the building to then going to Kevin O'Connell, right. take it from that same thing. Um, so I do think that owners, if given a choice, would rather the young offensive mind than anything else. And here's the other thing. So you got the Bears. They still have not decided on an offense coordinator yet, and I don't know when they will. But the fact that they're hiring a new offense coordinator tells you that they are drafting Caleb Williams. And it may be Cliff Kingsbury coming from USC where he's now, where he obviously knows mm-hmm. Caleb Williams. And he knows the offense and everything else that Caleb Williams does well. And I wouldn't be surprised if that hiring happened. But the moment that happens, you know the Bears are trading the first pick. Or they're taking another. I mean, they're taking Caleb Williams. They're, they're, they're going to trade Justin Fields. They're not going to ask Justin Fields now to learn another system. He'll have to go somewhere else to learn that new system. He's not going to be with Chicago. So to me, the moment that they fired Luke Getze, who supposedly got all this great play out of Justin Fields, tells me new offense coordinator means new quarterback. You're not asking your quarterback to learn another system in your building. I mean, there's no other reason to interview Cliff Kingsbury other than to pair him back with Caleb Williams. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, that was the second that you saw that went public. That means that, that the, the doubt was erased. That Justin Fields is out and Caleb Williams is in, which is what they should do. Right, and by the way, you see the impact that C.J. Stroud has on Houston. Well, yeah, of course. You see the impact now that Jordan Love is having on Green Bay. I mean, you, you're the Bears. Okay, you know what Justin Fields is, and you know what Caleb Williams can be. You, and you're going to have to go with Caleb Williams. You have no choice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 